Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth in climbing the standard ranked ladder. Unfortunately, I, this week, I've, I think we're just playing like, uh, you know, what I don't know what the equivalent of like phone tag would be for podcasting, but yes, Kat is out this week. I was out last week. I don't know. It's just, you know, things are coming up, but uh you know, that's all right. We we hope that Kat feels better and can join us. And hopefully all three of us will be here next week. But for this week's show is myself, Grandmasters of Masters Tour Caster, Dragon Rider, and joined by my fellow host, Major Death. How's it going? Yes. It's going, going, going. We got some stuff to talk about today. They, fi- they did an <laughs> announcement on a Tuesday when we record, so this is yeah. kind of nice. I mean, it's it's a bit of the announcement of an announcement thing, but you know, yeah. that's, that's fine. It's something. We have something. It is an announcement of an announcement that actually includes something, though. True. It's not. That's right. It's not. It's not just the tease of something that's coming. That's right. We know what is. We 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 have some 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 specifics, but we will talk about that in just a minute. First, though, last week's poll question, we asked you which of these just below 50% win rate classes do you think has the best chance of making the jump above 50% in the next week? We had 23 votes. Thank you to all of you that voted. And with 43.5% of the votes, Paladin actually uh, emerged the winner of the poll. Mage was second at 30.4. Druid and Shaman tied for third, each with 13%. Now here's the rub. I went out and looked at HS Replay right now as we are recording this episode. And at a 50.2%, Mage actually has gone up above 50% win rate. Paladin is at 48.9. Druid is at 49. Shaman... 50 or 49.3 so mage is the only one that actually was able to make that jump up even though more people thought paladin would actually be able to make that jump up so very very interesting yeah it's kind of interesting like i don't i don't know i feel like for me either things seem to change drastically within a week or they barely change at all and there's like no in between <laughs> like <that's, laughs> no in between uh, well that's gonna happen yeah. again this week because let's yeah. jump into the news and i'll lead us off with our first story which is patch notes for yeah patch notes for 24.4.3 that include nerfs to theotar and the wild seeds are coming this thursday so this was a uh, announcement by Team Five made through Twitter on, uh, earlier today. The tweet reads: "Patch notes are coming this Thursday. Look forward to updates on cards like Theotar, the Mad Duke, the Stag Spirit Wild Seed, the Bear Spirit Wild Seed, and Harpoon Gun." And there's room on that graphic for more. We just don't know what's coming because and then it says cards like this. So it it does sort of feel like this isn't all that's coming. But we we will we'll take some time during our main topic to discuss this in more detail. But yes, uh, are you are you are you surprised? Um, yes and no. I mean, I'm su- I'm not surprised the theater is going to get changed. I'm not surprised something in Hunter is going to get changed. I am surprised that they specified three things for Hunter. I think that's for me like, wow, they are changing a lot for Hunter. That that's kind of the thing that surprised me. And, and yeah, a lot of people are getting hung up on the like cards like this and that there's space on that graphic. And it's like, is there going to be more? Is this going to be it? I wouldn't be surprised if there's more. Again, like you said, we'll talk about that, but it's interesting. I like it. I like the way they made the announcement. That's what I'll, I'll okay. say. Okay. <laughs> okay. I I was actually that was going to be my next question is is did you 
I, you know, there was a lot of talk yesterday because the conventional thinking was they needed to wait until after the Masters tour this weekend right. to uh, potentially announce anything because it's always weird when they announce that there's going to be balance changes or we know what the balance changes are and then there's a tournament before it gets implemented. <laughs> yeah. It that that's kind of weird. So it no surprise and then it's like as soon as, you know, business hours on Monday started it's been like the the uh, you know, the the pitchforks and torches are out people are the mob is clamoring for the 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 patch notes or or the announcement and and now today we finally got a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a tease as to what's coming and when it's coming. So it's uh, uh, I, I guess I'm glad that they didn't have us wait all the way until Thursday to to tell us that the the announcement of the announcement I think does what it is intended to do, which is kind of quench the thirst that something is coming, even if we don't exactly know what that is just yet. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I personally, like, as a content creator as well, I enjoyed the fact that they had the little graphic with it. And uh, I learned how to do the green screen effect thing with an image behind you for TikTok so that I could, like, record a little two-minute thing. So I was like, hey, I'm learning stuff. Like, I feel like a real content creator now. Like, you got the, uh, the you know, the kind of fuzzy, you know, really kind of terrible green screen effect thing and i'm trying to point to stuff and my arms off then i'm like all right well you know but there's a graphic so that was nice there you go. <laughs> um yes the next thing uh for our news piece is already implemented in the game but there is a new legendary quest chain that does award two packs so it is a two-part quest chain so the first quest is Unusual Suspects. Discover five cards and you earn a standard pack. And then once you complete that, it will give you the second one, which is Crack the Case. Play seven cards that have been infused and you get to earn a Murder at Castle Nathria pack. And apparently you only have a week to complete both of the quests, which feels like kind of a short time when I especially feel like I didn't even know that this was coming. But... Yeah, it just sort of showed up today. Yeah. And yeah. But like, I mean, wait. like, okay. Yeah. I, ben Hearthstone had it done in 20 minutes, apparently, according, yeah. according to his tweet. So, <laughs> like, you know, I, I actually, like, just playing at lunch today, I was able to complete the first quest without yeah. too much trouble. And then I am, I think I'm two out of seven on the crack the case. So I, it's, the the inf playing seven infused cards is going to be the more difficult of these two, uh, but it I I don't feel like the ask is too difficult. I mean, you could just kind of build a deck with a bunch of infused cards and a bunch of cheap minions and and probably get it done pretty yeah. fast. It, you know, in casual if you if you absolutely. Need yeah, I mean, depending on what deck you're playing, I think Hunter is running some infused stuff. You like Curse Implock has, a, you know, a few. Some of the slower decks are running things like Devourer that are, you know, get infused or like Famish Fool or you know, something. So like, yeah, there there's some you probably could get it done within a couple of games if you even just play meta decks. But yeah, I saw that today. I was like, what what is this? Okay, but it does, like you said, it it does feel fairly easy to complete. And something you're probably doing anyways, and you get some packs out of it. So I'm going to have to try to remember that this is going on and try to log into my other servers that are more free to play and just try to get them done. Yeah. yeah. So moving into the shop, we have two new constructed skin bundles available, as well as actually a Battlegrounds board. So if you're into Battlegrounds, there is a battle available as well uh the first one is the refined tastes bundle this is 2000 rune skins it is there is a druid portrait and a priest portrait um, as well as five druid packs and five uh paladin pa or priest packs excuse me uh 
for that 2,000 runestones. And then we have a Noodle Nemzi bundle, which is just the Nemzi uh, Warlock skin and five Warlock packs for 1,000 runestones. The, uh, the Battlegrounds board, in case you're interested, is Murloc Hideaway, and it is 2,000 runeskins. Rune, rune skins. I was going to say rune skins. Rune stones. Good <laughs> I, think I, I think I like rune skins better. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I actually and, do too, I think. You know, right after you said the, uh, I don't know why I was thinking noodle, Nemzi, and then I'm thinking we just had the cooking one. That's the one I've been playing with. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. rune skins sounds like potato skins. And now I want a delicious snack. Yeah, so the... For the refined tastes, we have Appetizer Anduin Hero Skin and the Epicurean Elise Hero Skin. So, yes, more more food-themed skins coming to a shop near you. So if you're into those, those are going to be available presumably for the next, uh, the next, at least next week and probably the next couple weeks. All right, we had it. We had a tournament this weekend, Dragon Rider. There was, there was, and uh, well, we we have some stats. We're gonna talk about it a little bit, but I know you and I were talking about for for us in the U.S. in like North America. This was based on Europe time, so basically, this started like. 11 to 1 a.m. ish, depending on where you're at in the U.S., like, (laughs) uh, very late. So I I didn't actually get to catch any of it. I tried to watch a little bit of the VODs, but I've also just been super busy and Supergirl casting just started. So I didn't get to catch up on this, but uh, here's your spoiler alert. It's coming. All right. Yeah, we had the Masters Tour, Ma and Disorder. Fury Hunter wins the Masters Tour. I did hear that. I know. I saw his Twitter post. He was very, very excited. Uh, but he defeated Leandro Leal 3-0 in the finals with a lineup of Boar Priest, Ping Mage, Curse Implock, and XL Beast Hunter. Uh, I will say, though, I was thrilled to see Leandro Leal in the finals because, uh, I don't know, he's been, I mean, he's been somebody who's been in tournaments for years and it was great to have uh someone from the latam community representing up there in the in the finals so i was excited to see that um but others in the top eight included idol spring dardar binks holy water construct and i'm gonna butcher this (laughs) gregor gregorasil yeah, I think that's how that's pronounced. Okay. <laughs> that that so would have been sorry. my guess. I, I did not see it, so I do not I yeah. do not have the uh caster pronunciation on it, but yeah, that, that looks and sound I think that's right. Yes. And honestly I am very unfamiliar with pretty much all of those, so uh pretty interesting there. Uh, but a little bit of stats and uh you know, thank you to Wicked Good always for the offcurve.com stats there. But uh, Hunter, almost 80% of the of the representation of the classes there, like almost 80% of the players brought Hunter. That's <laughs> so crazy. That, and, and, it, and it looks like it's all Big Beast Hunter, too. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not like... There was a bunch of people that brought like Face Hunter or oh, no. or something. It was this is the deck, <laughs> the deck, yeah, yeah, like the Hunter deck. That was it. Yeah, maybe like I feel like the only difference was probably in like did they bring uh, Tarantula? <laughs> yeah, is it Tarantula? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's My brain said that, for, and then went, "Wait, is that right?" Yes. For um, for the bre- for the blessed priests. Yeah. 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 So I I feel like that was probably the only difference there, but druid, mage, and warlock um, also were were up there as some of the top classes based on that data uh, from Wikigood for off curve. But the best win rates, boar priest, 
and alignment druid? That might that might be a small sample size situation there. But I mean, at the same time, I think Boar Priest is one of those decks that is kind of a good tournament deck. And if you have top players playing a good tournament type deck, then I could definitely see that having a, a good win rate as well. It's interesting that third and fourth place on the on the, the deck win rate list is Skeleton Mage and Thief Rogue. So um, you know, those those are seeing, I think, a bit more play in constructed play and, and did pretty well as far as uh deck win rate uh during this Masters tour. Yeah. And uh you have the the most banned decks, the the percentage of the match has been Curse, Horlock, and Ramp Druid. I'm not really surprised by that. Uh, I've been playing, like, this month, I think the majority of my games have been the Curse Imp Lock. And, you know, just looking over stats and stuff as well. Yeah, it, it does well versus slower decks. It does well versus Druids. It does well versus Mages, versus Paladin, versus... You know, any any of those decks that kind of takes a little bit of time to get to what they want to be doing. And if a lot of people brought that and then also were playing, you know, several of those like XL slower decks, not surprising that that curse lock was up there in the you know high percentage of uh, what was being banned. Yeah, both of those two uh, decks were over 15 percent as far as the percentage of ma- of matches banned. And then the next one was the XL Skeleton Mage, which was closer to about 12 or 13 percent. So it actually a pretty sizable difference there as far as, yeah. um, you know, how, how often they were banned. Yes. And now, OK, we you and I were talking about this as well when we were looking at these stats. So we said that 80 percent of players, right, or just almost 80 percent of players brought Hunter. Yet. It did only have a 48% win rate in the Masters Tour. So I've there's a couple of reasons for this. First of all, I think some of the decks can beat Beast Hunter. Sometimes it loses to itself a bit because it can't find all the stuff. And then also with that many players bringing it, I also, I don't know what the exact stats would be like that's probably even broken down further or maybe not at all, but you have to consider with that many players as well. And if it's not getting banned, there's likely some mirror matches in there as well, which will drag that win right down. So that makes sense. Yeah. Hunter, Hunter was banned 11% of its matches. So there was still a lot of, a lot of hunter yeah. games that were played. <laughs> yeah. And so probably a fair number of mirror matches and things like that as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I am just going to, to tack on here in the tournament section that, uh, the Supergirl gamer pro series is going on. Um, myself and Swaybe are casting that. Uh, so that's happening on Sundays, uh, throughout October. And then, su- Sunday, November 13th is the championship, which is actually the day after my birthday as well. So that's going to be a fun, exciting weekend. I'm, I'm hyped for that. Um, but uh, we did have that each week. Each of the four weeks is like its own little tournament. And uh, yeah, this week we actually saw uh, some of these same decks. You know, obviously, it's it was in the same weekend. So a lot of the same tournament type decks. But a lot more aggressive decks, I would say, in that tournament than the Masters Tour. Um, but I did want to shout out and say a congratulations to the teacher for winning the first week of Supergirl. So she is qualified for that championship Sunday. And I'm so excited because I've seen her play the last several Supergirl years. And she always ends up coming really close or kind of just barely, you know, gets it. So like for her to get there and qualify, I was yeah. I was very thrilled about that. Especially if you've been close, if if you do it week one, that that's gonna yes. that's gonna feel <laughs> like takes the kind of the pressure off now. Yeah, yeah. So where where can uh, where can people find that? 
Ah, that is so it's being streamed on uh on Twitch and I think it will also be on YouTube both. Uh but it's uh Supergirl GP for Supergirl right. Gamer Pro. So Supergirl GP. Okay. So have something that you can you can watch on Sundays and, and yes. see Dragon Rider do some casting as well. So that yeah. is that is awesome. It's always a lot of fun. But I don't know if this is going to be fun or not. We're going to find out. Let's <laughs> let's talk about some nerfs and changes, shall we? Yes, we have nerfs co- incoming the, coming this week. We well, we don't know when the patch is actually coming. We know patch notes are coming on Thursday. There's been no confirmation that they're like coming out the same day as the patch or if the patch is coming out, you know, Friday or next week or whatever. But um, we do know some cards that are changing. The Atar the Mad Duke is changing. The Bear Spirit Wild Seed, the Stag Spirit Wild Seed, and the Harpoon Gun, which we talked about earlier. So we're, we're going to talk about it. Let's, let's talk about what what we think those changes might be and what effect they're going to have. And, and I, I think you talked about it before we started recording. And I think theater is the card that everybody's talking about now that there's been a lot of talk leading up to this, that the car, that there's definitely a segment of this population, the Hearthstone population that wants this card changed. I am definitely in that camp now we know it's going to get changed. How how are you feeling about this? Because I, I think I saw something earlier that you're not necessarily on the on the go team theater into oblivion sort of <laughs> territory. Yeah, okay. So like honestly, I think for me, theater has been like out of I I mean, even the last like two years. The biggest question mark for changes for me, it's like, I kind of want to change just because like, I do hate playing against it. And then my win con getting stolen, that sucks. It's not fun to play against, but at the same time, like, (sighs) I'm worried that if it gets changed too much or if like, you know, it gets nerfed too hard that then we're going to be kind of back into a place where it felt like we were right when the uh, Castle Nathria expansion came out, where it was like Denathrius everywhere and all that. Like, and I don't want to face that either. Like, I hated that. So I'm like, Ugh. like, Theotar kind of keeps that stuff under control a bit. And also, in terms of how they actually change it, that's another another thing where I'm kind of like I I do not envy how they are going about this. If I look at it, generally I think changing the mana cost is one of the easier or kind of just like gimme type of changes they can do for cards. Well, if they change the Atar only by one mana, like increase it by one mana. I don't think it has enough of an impact to change it the way that will impact uh, in terms of players, like how they feel playing against it. I, I don't think one mana is enough to change that as well as the play rate. I still don't think if they change it by one mana, the play rates or the, the, you know, how many decks it gets played in changes enough to change those metrics. So I think if they change it, uh, mana cost, I think they have to increase it by two, uh, which would put it at, I, what, I would six? agree with that. Six yeah. mana. Yeah. And, and, and if you think about it, traditionally six mana tends to be a spot where tech cards sometimes live yeah. as, as we think about the history, you know, some of the, some of those cards like that. Um, I'm, I'm now of course drawing a blank, uh, like Mossy Horror was a six mana card. Oh gosh, or yes. The, or the uh, the Skulking <laughs> Geist was that was that the one that I, that that killed all yeah. the one cost cards? Yeah. That was a six mana card as well. And so, I uh, yeah, I'm I'm inclined. 
I'm inclined like you are to say that this that this card, if it gets nerfed from a mana cost standpoint, needs to get nerfed to at least six. And and it it seems like from from a precedent standpoint, four mana tends to be a cost where some tech cards kind of end up living. Think about, you know, uh the the four mana silence and and some different things like that. So it's there now. And like six mana seems like the other spot where a lot of these kind of cards end up. And so, you know, six mana four for Theotar. Yeah, I think they probably I have to bump up the stats a little if they yeah. if they put it all the way to six. The other change that I I think I've seen suggested, but like if they don't want to go the kind of mana cost, if they keep it at four, maybe actually just saying you still get the discover effect, but you copy your opponent's card instead of stealing it or switching cards with them could be something you know like you take a copy of whatever you discover from them and give your opponent a copy of something from your hand it still gives you info you still could get like a copy of denathrius or a copy of uh you know a hero card or something like that but it wouldn't steal from your opponent it does eliminate the disruption part, which I feel like is kind of what the card was designed for. So I don't know if that's something that like changes enough, but I, I, I don't know. What what if the card did the discover from the deck rather than the hand? Could I, I definitely feel like that would be a nerf. It would it would definitely be a nerf. Um, because obviously your deck size tends to be a lot larger than your hand size in most cases. And, um, I, I don't know if that was something I, I, I was thinking about because like that, that's the thing that feels bad to me is like, you always, I, I feel like I get in these situations where I end up only having three cards in my hand and there's usually one outlier as far as here's the card that you're going to take. If you could see three cards and 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 you know i don't i don't like that aspect of it and and so my i don't know if it does enough then if it if it's if it's you know doing this switch from the deck as opposed from the hand but um it it is still disruption presumably just definitely i think in a less impactful way yeah, it's and and I think that this is exactly why like this is kind of the biggest question mark to me is like do they just go the mana route? Do they change how the effect actually works? You know, do they take an approach of trying to make it like a copy thing instead of actually taking the card completely away? You know, it's like it feels like there's so many layers to this card. And I I I'm not sure if we had this same kind of layering and feeling from players like like you said like there's some players who really want this nerfed and there's some players who like this is the only thing like holding back much worse stuff you know like <laughs> we don't want this nerfed and and i don't think what was the priest card lucia yeah Th- this I, I reminds me a lot of lucia in in so far as like it this feels like the same sort. I feel the same way playing against Theotar that I did playing against Elusia. And it, it feels like it's doing the same sort of thing, which is, you know, prevent potentially preventing, you know, from hand things or, or like can potentially disrupt wind conditions and different things like that. It, it's they, they ended up changing Elusia to where it copied the hand as opposed to, yeah basically replaced the hand yeah. you know switched the hands and that card went from very playable and a key card to non-existent pretty yes. much overnight which is and, like um, i don't know I, for me i feel like theater is not as as bad and as damaging as Alusha was <laughs> so like it can i feel be, like it but... is it, i i feel like it is insofar as it's a neutral card versus just a priest card that's true because yes. it can it can be it can be in any class meaning at any moment the card can be yeah. played and and suddenly you're just you know 
I, we've reached a point where it feels like synergy and specific cards are so important that having having cards like this feel really really bad to play against and so then the question is is do you do you want to have decks like that where they kind of are linchpinned with one card and that one card is usually their win condition and so if that card gets taken they just instantly lose or do you do you kind of diversify the decks uh you know making it so that maybe there isn't one power spike win i win the game card and there's just some powerful cards and so if you lose one then it doesn't feel quite so bad i think that's actually why beast hunter is so popular because there's a bunch of like really powerful stuff and yes it sucks to lose say denathrius or something but you could still win the game without sire denathrius if you're if you're playing beast hunter or if you lose a mountain bear or something like that it's just it's i i just yeah i i want i want i i i can see the reason for a card like this i just i don't like playing against cards like these and and so and it just feels bad because my luck being what it is, I always end up. It feels like on the on the bad on the bad end of those interactions more often than not, and and so, yeah, I just I I want them to go away, but yeah, like I said, maybe maybe the maybe the trick is we just need decks with more like they have synergy, but have more cards that are just powerful in in their own right so that yeah. they can just go ahead and 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 you can still win the game without one of them yeah and i mean even i feel like even with cards you know not being like that like like you said if there's cards that get stolen where it's like wow that was kind of my win condition that hurts i i think putting theatar up to six can still do that but like I said, it's it's just since it's a neutral, it's everywhere, and it's only four mana. So especially with XL decks going on, yeah, in like that's, any XL yeah, deck, it's just like let's throw it in there. That's that that is true. We we part of the kind of way that you would potentially limit the exposure of Theotar in the meta would be the fact that there's thirty cards to a deck. You have to somehow. You probably have to take out something to put him in there, thereby potentially, you know, uh, removing a synergy card or removing some other card that helps you with your win condition. We have Prince Renathal right now, which means there's ten ten more cards worth of room, and so suddenly, yeah, it, it seems like if you run, if you see Prince Renathal his animation go at the start of the game you can all it, it feels like more often than not you can expect to see theater in the game as well yeah yeah i mean it just it seems like there's not as many decks that are you know kind of that lower curve more aggressive style that you know don't include it but i've even seen people doing that and i think that's where yeah. it kind of becomes a problem too it's like if you're saying i'm playing this aggressive like curse lock and then you're playing Theotar in there. Like, what? <laughs> you know, or you're playing yeah. just like a 30 card, like Relic Demon Hunter or something. And then you're putting Theotar in there. It's like, why, why is, why is this the thing? Why is this so good that it's being included in all of these decks where it doesn't really feel like it should belong. And on the other side of it is that, I do think that there is a lot of big, powerful stuff. So that's, I think, why we have some people arguing for the, if Theotar does get changed, there's a lot of stuff that's going to start coming into the meta and a lot of other things that then people aren't going to enjoy playing against that, that Theotar was kind of holding back a little bit. But I don't know if Theotar on its own is honestly holding all of that back. We'll see. Yeah that that's a that's a good question do we want to move on and talk about the the wild seeds we have yeah. a nerf coming for the uh bear and the stag the stag has been already 
nerfed once, uh, specifically the weapon that it created uh, got nerfed. Um, I'm assuming we're seeing like some of the the two five health from the bear. Uh, I, I imagine that's going to go to like maybe a two three or a two four. Um, and the stag, the three damage weapon, I think is okay. The, the stag itself is a five four. So I think the stats on the stag itself are probably what's going to change. And I, I think it's probably, I think it can be a four four. And it would be it that would be a a small nerf, but it would be an impactful nerf because because you know the difference between four damage and five damage actually feels pretty huge a lot of times. Not just from the standpoint of when you're hitting somebody in the face with it, but but also just trading on board and stuff. And so then it makes things a little bit more awkward. But for a four four is still pretty solid because. I think one thing we've seen is with the buff to school teacher back to a four four school teacher seems to be seeing play and, and it's a solid card. I, I think the stag will still feel like a, an okay card. Even, even at that, do you think it needs anything more than that? No, no, I, I completely agree. My first instinct when I saw these was bear to a two, four instead of a two, five stag to a four, four instead of a five, four, like, I feel like those, I, I don't know, to me, like, those are the obvious changes. Those feel pretty straightforward. And I think anything beyond that would be too much. Like, if they went to a 2-3 taunt or, like, a 4-3 body or something for the stag, that that almost feels like too much of a nerf. Yeah. I... I could see them doing it, though, to be perfectly honest with you. I could definitely see the bear being a 2-3 more than I could see, like, a 4-3 on the stag. But I I definitely um, am hoping, I guess, for a 2-4 bear and a 4-4 stag. Uh, but we will, <laughs> but But we will, I guess, see uh, when, when those... But, but the other... The other um, the other spirit not getting changed. And, and I think that's okay. Actually. I, I think that in a lot of cases, the three, one, while it, <laughs> in a lot of cases, it feels like it sucks when that's the one that you get, but at the same time, it like when it, when it arrives and you actually like have something that you can use rush into right away, it feels really good. And so I think I don't know that it necessarily needs to get nerfed. I I don't think it's it's too oppressively powerful to have a three one rusher as as a wild seed in this. Do you? No, I I think that one's fine. So the other hunter nerf that we know is coming is to the harpoon gun, uh, to to the surprise of probably absolutely no one. This is a card that got buffed and, uh, you know, making the discount on the beast that you dredge uh, three mana instead of two mana reduction, if I remember right. Yep. Um, I think that's getting reverted at the very least. Do you think it needs more than just the reversion of the discount? So... This one is also kind of interesting. I don't think it's as, like, questionable as the Theotar. I don't know. I, I think there's two ways that they could change it. They could, which is probably the easiest, is revert it back, like you said. Just mm -hmm. go back to it being a three mana, three two weapon that reduces the beast by two. Personally, I think I would rather see it actually just go to four mana yes it would feel feel a little bad to be playing a three two weapon for four mana especially if you're not hitting beasts but i feel like that would slow down and kind of stop some of those uh big swing turns where you get like turn three weapon into turn four hydrolodon or turn four bear because if it costs four you can't play them both at the same time i would love I would absolutely love to be one of those people who could actually find their beast 
when I use the harpoon gun because I am trying every game it feels like to get one of those beasts to do a turn four. I actually had it happen today for the first time in like ages. I got the Hydrolodon on turn uh, uh, off the dredge on the weapon. So I got to play it on turn four, got to got to take out a uh, the, the bear spirit as well as another minion. Uh, a, you know, obviously it was a mirror match against another beast hunter and I still lost the game. Because my opponent ended up having better turns five through through eight and was able to kind of take over the board, was able to steal uh, my mountain bear on turn on turn eight with with Sylvanas. And and it just it's. I'm supposed to win the game when that happens. And it just, you know, I keep hearing about that. And I keep yeah. hitting with my harpoon gun and I never find my beast. So I, yeah. I, I feel like I haven't been able to abuse the harpoon gun the way I was supposed to be able to abuse the harpoon gun. But it's, it's interesting. I, I, I hadn't considered just uh, increasing the mana cost in the weapon. I felt like it, I felt like the easy, or like obvious change was just to revert that because that pushes that that high roll of yeah. the of the beast uh back at, at you know a turn to five mana yeah um so i think is the, that enough you know that's yeah. the question i don't know i just i feel like it was it was okay it or like decent ish before but i feel like it it felt pretty good because, like, I mean, like you were saying, like, it's not guaranteed. Now, if it was just you attack and then discover a beast and discount it, then it'd be like, yeah, we don't need to be <laughs> discounting that by three. No, absolutely not. But there is still that potential that you're not even going to hit a beast. So, like, I don't know. The other change that I could see happening is actually just making it like keeping the mana reduction the same, keeping the cost the same, but then making it a two-two weapon instead of a three-two, uh, just so that you can't as easily use it to clear opponent minions and then follow up with a like severely reduced beast. Yeah. I, that, that's I interesting. We've we've seen three mana two-two weapons yeah. uh, a lot actually uh, throughout throughout Hearthstone's history and and. I would say by and large those are okay. Yeah. They they tend they're they're not usually the like the best weapons, but they're not terrible either. And yeah. something that has like that extra effect attached to it to reduce the mana cost on something, uh, you know, that definitely could could work. So I I feel like the most likely thing that they will do is just revert back to how they had it with the mana cost. I personally would like to see one of the other changes and see how it feels like changing one of those aspects, because I think where it's at now, three mana and three attack and reducing by three, just, it feels like a little bit too much all at that point. I mean, even just getting the dredge effect, even if it's not a beast that's discounted, you still can generally find something, you know, with that dredge effect that you want to be doing. And the dredge too is pretty powerful. So, you know, it's like, it has a lot going on for it, but if, you know, if you can't, uh, if you can't kill an enemy minion when you're swinging in, maybe that's enough. I, I don't know, especially if you can coin it. Cause that's also another thing like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> coining it out on turn two and being able to clear something over turn two and turn three with that three attack also pretty impactful yeah all right so with the things that we know and the things that we're speculating what do you think this does to the meta like how how much worse if if say the bear spirit becomes a two two four and the stag spirit becomes a four four and the harpoon gun Let's let's say they just revert the nerf and we and we have a six mana four four theatar, which is I think 
where we kind of landed as as a possible uh, as, as a probable uh, way Theater might end up. What do we think the meta? How how do we think the meta changes as a result of this? One, I guess, is that enough of a, a of a nerf to be, to Beast Hunter? Yeah, I I think it would be. I think it would would slow the hunter down quite a bit. Um, and like you said, I mean, even the if they just go the uh, mana reduction, right? If, they, if that's the route they go for the change to Harpoon Gun, then you can't play the beasts out quite as early. I That allows for some other stuff, uh, especially if Theotar also changes, because isn't Theotar being played in Hunter too? Like, it's so ridiculous. I don't, I don't think that, I don't okay. think Theotar actually is getting played in Hunter anymore. I think okay, after... it was. Uh, it, it, yeah. it definitely was. Okay. And I, I feel like, I feel like since the mini set, I feel like what has happened is basically Theotar has come out of the deck and Sylvanas or yeah. Nathanos has, has jumped into the deck, uh, you know, depending on, you know, if you're trying to run the, the tarantula or that sort of thing. Yeah. So I think that slows it down just enough that it still has potential against some of the slower decks but I think it's going to allow a couple other strategies to come in. And I think, honestly, I feel like the two biggest changes, if Beast Hunter really kind of falls out, uh, like out of the meta or severely, you know, is, is played a lot less. The two decks I'm looking at are honestly, I think Curse Implock gets a little better. And Priest. Now, I, I think kind of both, or I guess three, there, there's several different versions, but I think the more aggressive, like Bless and Boon Priests and Wig Priest get better, but I also think Quest Priest gets a little better as well, just because Hunter does uh, so well versus those decks. It's a little even against the faster um, Priests, but Beast Hunter does really well versus uh, the... Th the thief priest and quest priest specifically, but I think it allows a little bit more room for the faster priests as well. And the kind of interesting thing with that is that if those two decks, like the faster priests and the curse imp block, both kind of start to get better. Uh, one of them is much better into the other one. And that is the, like the blessed priest is way better into curse imp block. So, that could kind of combat the imp lock a little bit, if that's the thing. Uh, but I, I think just the slight slowdown of the beasts and the weapon would allow for decks like that to stick on the board a little bit more in that early game. They might still struggle against mage a little bit with all the freeze effects and that type of stuff, but it, it could allow a little bit more room. I feel like Team Five wants to allow for more of an opportunity for people to get under the big beast hunter, and so I think I think the bear actually is going to end up being a two-three when it's all said and done, rather than the two-four, just because it will make it easier to get through. Uh, I, Harpoon gun definitely having the the mana cost reduction uh, reverted back. And and so I like I want to see I think if Beast Hunter gets nerfed, what I would like to see is Agro Demon Hunter, uh, Zulok, the the Imp Lock, uh, the regular version, not the Curse version. So basically, to be able to get under Hunter, because right now Hunter does not feel like you can go, you can't go over it because of the. You know, so the big beasts in the in the in the later game, as well as Denathrius and 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 the Devourer and some of those sort of things. So being able to get under it is what's needed. And so, like, you know, I would like to see those decks getting a little bit better because I feel like part of the problem right now is there's there's too many XL decks and not enough aggro decks, and I and I feel like. It's weird that like 
having more aggro might mean less XL decks because you would think more XL decks would be needed because of the aggro. But I think it's just, I think people are playing XL decks because they think they have to play XL decks because they have to fit all these extra cards in there uh, for infusing and, and all this sort of thing. There's, there's definitely, I agree with uh, Zacco and the Vicious Syndicate uh, report saying everything feels the same. It's like whether you're playing Control Shaman or you're playing Control Paladin or you're playing, you know, Beast Hunter or you're playing, you know, all these decks sort of do the same thing. Ramp Druid, pile of stats, lots of minions, make a big Denathrius, kill them. That sort of thing. And and so I want I want there to be, I guess, some aggro decks that can actually work to give people some other options besides XL decks and and trying to do the big infuse things for for an entire game. Yes. And I, I feel like we've talked about this quite a bit. And I like, you know, one big problem with having powerful neutrals is you start to get that sameness. You start to get that, you know, all of the decks just put the same neutral package of cards in and then they all feel the same. And it also was a little bit worse because of like the four set meta, but it's still kind of stuck like that through this five set and even the five set and mini set type meta. So yeah. it's it's like, mm, that does not feel great. But yeah, I, I agree. I would like to see some more of those, those style things come in. Um, I, I don't know. Overall, I... If we're, if we're also talking about things that we would like to see, I want to see Renathal changed. I just, I feel like, honestly, that is kind of the, the thing that's really limiting all of this stuff. And it's, I think it's the problem that's creating that sameness and creating a lot of it. Because, like I said, I mean, like, you feel like you, you have, have to the put room all this to, stuff in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you have the room then. Like, yeah. if you had to cram all this infused stuff into 30 cards, it would be really difficult to do. Yeah. And I think you could you have more variants of, like, if you, like, Shaman, for example, right? You could lean a little more into, you know, the infused stuff still with the Devourers and Denathrius and that kind of stuff. But then you're probably not getting to squeeze in either the evolve stuff or all of the Murloc stuff, but because the XL, it's like you, you just do it all. Yeah. Well, that actually, so yeah, I was going to ask what other cards do you think might get, might get nerfed as a part of this patch. And so I don't know if it will. I just want it to. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you, do you have any other, uh, Cards you think will, or cards you want to to see nerfed? Mm. I feel like we've seen a lot of nerfs recently, yes. so if you don't have any others, Not, that's yeah. probably probably fine. I mean, honestly, I I feel like I would want to say Denathrius, but I don't know on that. Like, I, I would rather see Renathal first and see how things feel after Renathal were to get a change before just immediately jumping to Denathrius. Um, so, like, that that would be my preference. I don't know if they will really actually change anything else at the moment. I think one problem that they've had is that they have kind of nerfed, like you said, a lot. And I think they've nerfed maybe too many things at once. And so maybe just trying, like, okay, let's see how it goes with just changing, like, Theotar and then, like, Hunter stuff. See what happens after just those. I think would probably feel like a good spot, especially if they also add in buffs. Uh, that was my next question. So <laughs> do you think, do you think, well, I I don't know that any other cards will get nerfed in this balance patch. I think, I think... The wording might suggest that there is other things that might get nerfed, but I don't actually think there is. I do think we're going to see a few buffs because I think warrior specifically and potentially priest or rogue could use some buffs. I, I, 
I don't want to ever advocate for priest buffs, but you know they're sitting they're sitting very low on the uh, on the win rate totem pole when it comes to looking at at data on, on some of this stuff. And warriors just yeah they're 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 right now at win rate number on HS replay again all ranks all regions everywhere forty one point five percent over the last twenty four hours. 41%. That is terrible, terrible bad. And and like I don't think you know a couple nerfs to hunter are going to make that that really that much better. It is it is uh a, a much larger issue. So uh and, and rogue I just I I just I'm still just kind of in awe of how their mini set looked and just kind of how just sort of it. I I just don't feel like they're like, they have that thief rogue deck, but it's, but at the same time, like it's a, I think a better competitive like tournament deck than it is an actual go on ladder and try and win games with it sort of deck. And and the deck can just kind of beat itself, and I know that has been a staple of Rogue from time to time over the sure. years, where yeah. where 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 you know your your card, the way you draw, can can actually lose you the game. Uh, but I don't know. I'd like to see Rogue be a little bit better than and 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 actually be in the in kind of the the latter uh, meta that we're seeing. I. I don't honestly know what you buff for either of those classes because yeah, rogue I'm not sure what you play and and warrior like control warriors just not good. There's just too many there there's no way you survive long enough. Like you can't attrition anybody when there's yeah. Renathal and you're pl- you're not playing as many minions as as your opponent and and so you just end up losing the game um just kind of slowly very very slowly but do you do you think we'll see nerfs with this balance match or buffs right. or yeah. buffs i mean yeah. sorry yeah i would like to see them i don't know if we will or not and if we do it probably will only be a couple but this this whole reason I think Rogue would be fine. I don't think it would be super overpowered, but I think it would be doing a little better than it is right now if they hadn't gone back and changed Edwin again. I think if they had just left Edwin like it was, I think Rogue would still be okay. And I think that, especially because of Mage, but Mage and Shaman a little bit, and maybe even Druid now with the mini set because of things like the uh, Attorney at Maw with the Silence... I, I think Rogue would be okay. And I think there's answers in the meta to be able to freeze or silence or do whatever to Edwin. <sighs> I don't know. That's just, that's, that's my initial thing is like, I would have liked to see them not revert again, Edwin, and just see how Rogue would be doing right now. Um, Warrior, I don't know what to do with. <laughs> it just, it's... It, yeah, it's it's struggling. It's struggling. I was trying to remember the I I think I was trying to remember the last time I played a game with Warrior and uh I will say it, I got destroyed by a charge warrior today. I was lurking when that happened. I I saw I saw the uh yes. I saw the combo <laughs> finish with 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 uh Galvanger. Yeah, yeah, they they got to do the dredge discounts and and all that, and uh, yeah, forty-four damage in one turn. I was like, "Well, I'm dead." And I was even playing an XL deck. I was like, mm, "That's okay." I mean, it kind of sucked, but at the same time, I was like, "Well, that's like the only time, you know, this entire year I think I'm gonna see that." So, like, yeah. I'm not too upset about that. I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm impressed that you queued the deck and actually won the game. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, I don't really know what to do with Warrior there unless you're maybe buffing something like 
the uh oh gosh now i can't remember what's called the the three mana three three weapon that if you if it kills uh a minion you draw a card off of it i cannot remember what it's called if they buff that to four attack i could maybe Well, first of all, I think that is for for it's Outrider's Axe, right? And that's a yeah. four mana card right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Four, four mana, mana three, yeah, three. four mana. But I think if they buffed it to a if four they attack, buffed it to three. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. it's a three three, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If it had four attack, especially if we're looking at things like if Hunter is still going to be a thing, and we're looking at potentially all these four health minions, you know, like even with the bear. I don't know. Maybe that's the thing, but I don't know. I, I think there could be a little bit of something there. It's just, I still feel like warrior just needs something. It just, it feels like it's missing too much for buffs to solve its issues. <laughs> and you're, you're probably not wrong there. It, like we're, you're not going to buff a card. That's suddenly going to give them like a bunch of minion presence yeah. In, yeah. in a deck so then suddenly something like Sire Denathrius becomes good. Um, yes. I just, I guess I was expecting Enrage Warrior to be better than like, than it, like it's, it's okay. It's just, it's not, I feel like it's in spite of the fact of the mini set, giving it weapons expert and that it still doesn't feel like I see them at all. No, I think one problem with it in general is very similar to, I think, a problem that the aggro decks are having right now. And in both cases, it's the damage is finite. It's it's kind of capped at how much you can do. Whereas the decks that we're seeing that have been popular, there is enough of, you know, recasting things, re, you know, reusing things getting extra damage or extra value out of things that they're already doing you know mage has quite a bit of that they can put all this stuff together they can recast spells with like the hero Uh, they can get extra value in a lot of different synergies whereas like the warrior and some of the aggro decks just they don't have that they they have the very specific amount of stuff that they can do and the um, very specific amount of damage and then you also add in the Renathal XL, like extra health, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. decks in, in addition to that. And then it's like, there's just no room for those decks. Makes sense. All right. Any, any final thoughts on the, on the balance changes that are coming? Um, no, I, I think that's good. I'm, I'm interested to see what actually happens and see how this kind of changes things up. Yeah, it, I, I'm. It's going to be interesting to see just what the meta looks like if if Hunter gets pulled back because I I it definitely is. While I don't necessarily like, I understand why it's good. You know, that's got a lot of powerful cards. It does things. It's pretty easy to play. That sort of thing. It'll be interesting to see kind of what suddenly becomes good because hunter isn't the top dog anymore right it's like i i like i said i hope to see some more aggressive decks being able to to be able to be played in the meta you know it'd be nice you know if something like enrage warrior ended up actually being you know playable because because you know there's not mountain bears and stuff in the way or you know maybe people are playing less renathal and that sort of thing so that that that's that's what i'm hoping i'm hoping that whatever ends up getting changed has a big impact because i i feel like you know i think we expected a big change because of the mini set and i don't feel like we got the big change because of the mini set so if we're going to make balance changes let's make impactful balance changes so there is that big mix you know that big shake up that we were expecting when the mini set came All right. Before we wrap things up, we have a poll question that we want to ask you, and it is a question about Theotar the Mad Duke. 
Do you think the attire needs to be changed? There's definitely been a lot of discussion about that. Some people say yes, other people say no. We want to know your opinion. Yes, no, not sure. Vote. Tell us your thoughts and we will share the results on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can find the show on Twitter at Dr3HS. Email us at Dr3HS at gmail.com. And, you know, when you're visiting our Twitter, check that top pin tweet to join our Discord as well. Uh, as for Kat, you can follow her on Twitter at Alkaline underscore Kat. That's with a K. And also twitch.tv slash Alkaline Cat. Uh, myself, you can find me on Twitter at DonnieDK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. Uh, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, all that good stuff. Uh, Dragon Rider, TCCG. And also uh, you know, doing a bunch of casting throughout this month of October. But also, you know, exciting doing the uh, other podcast now as well. TCCG Roundtable. Getting uh, guests every week. Tachi and I are hosting that and uh, getting different guests and, and interviewees, I guess, from around different card games and, you know, chatting about the whole genre of card games. So that's, that's been exciting. So definitely would love to have you uh, check that out as well. And how about you, Mage? Well, you can find me on Twitter talking about Hearthstone, D&D, other games I'm playing. Like Snap, Marvel Snap, in a week. It kind of, the global launch is next week. I'm really excited about that. I can't wait to, to dive in and, and play that game. Uh, that is at Major Death. And then I do a podcast every week uh, talking about comics or the MCU this week we are talking Werewolf by Night, the TV special that got released late last week. Uh, if you want to hear about that, come check us out. We're on Twitter at Comics Over Time. Okay. Well, that is it for this week's show. Thank you, as always, for listening. And you've been listening to Doctor Three.